Hello there. Welcome to What's Good Podcast from Saints Peter and Paul High School here in Easton, Maryland. We are the Office of Campus Ministry. Thank you for joining us as we dive into the deep topics of faith and culture, ethics, morals, and all things high school. Here you will find a series of conversations and discussions between and among students, faculty, and other members of our community, where we openly discuss and wrestle with our faith and any other topics that are on the hearts of our students. So we hope you enjoy this podcast and we would like to hear from you. So please send us your comments, questions, or maybe even ideas for upcoming podcast episodes. But in the meantime, we invite you to just sit back and relax and come join us in conversation to discuss what's good here at St. Peter and Paul. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us today here on What's Good at St. Peter and Paul. But before we dive in, let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. We just pray a a Hail Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death, amen. St. Peter and Paul, pray for us. Jesus lives in our hearts forever. Amen. Father and Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay. Well, welcome everyone. So what's good? Let's just go around, tell us who you are, what grade you're in, and tell us what's good here at St. Peter and Paul. Um, my name is Catherine. I'm a senior and I got to bring Grant to school with me today. And who's Grant before we move on to Hattie? Grant is the service dog that I'm training to be a seeing eye dog. He's a black lab and he's really cute. Well, thanks for joining us, Grant. Okay, next, Hattie. My name is Hattie. I'm a senior at St. Peter and Paul. And I'm, ex- I'm excited to do this. And um, basketball is going well, which is exciting. Okay, hello. My name is Morgan, and I'm a senior at St. Peter and Paul, and I just got accepted into Tampa, and I got a scholarship for it. All good news. Hopefully, you know, more good news will keep on coming. So these are my uh, students in De Spiritus. Oh, I guess I should go. So I'm Philip Chung, or as my students call me, they call me Mr. Chung, and um, we're here to continue our discussion on Advent. And so I'm just going to briefly mention a few things about Advent, and then we'll see what your thoughts are. Okay, so so Advent comes from the Latin word meaning coming or to come or or basically our, our, our Lord's coming, right? Advenire. And the three comings that we speak of in Advent, as we mentioned in class before, are the first coming in history when Jesus was born in the manger, Right. The second coming is at the end of time, his second coming, when he comes back as judge of the living and the dead. And the third coming is sort of a spiritual, a more personal coming in the sacraments, in the Eucharist, in adoration, in our own hearts, but also with each other. Now, which one of these three definitions of the coming of our Lord strikes you most and why? Um, the one that strikes me the most is the birth of Jesus because it was all just like 
crazy how it happened. It was like a miracle the way he was conceived and like an angel came to Mary, told him he was going to have, she was going to have a baby and she's like, what? (laughs) And um, I feel like none of the other comings would have happened if it weren't for the birth of him in the first place. Very good point. And and that's very true. And, and sometimes we, we sort of forget that Mary was very young. And in fact, if we read closely in Luke's gospel, after the angel came and said, you know, you, you be the, you bear a son and you name him Jesus and he's a son of God and all that. We're told that the angel departed from her and that was it. So the angel came, dropped his bomb on Mary and he just laughed, you know, and, and so it was quite shocking uh, to, you know, to, to think that, you know, but, but, but very good point. And, and you're right that if this did not happen, we wouldn't have the second coming or the third coming. So thank you for that. Next Someone else? Um, yeah, I think I think mainly just like like surrounding like Christmas and everything, like um many people like don't understand the real meaning, especially non-Christians. Um, so I feel like Christmas gives the opportunity to like because I feel like this is like the beginning of everything. So like it starts, so it gives them a good opportunity to like start to pursue like religion starting here. And this is like a good place because um, it's the birth of Jesus. Great. Yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. This time of the year is is often filled with a lot of um, rush. You know, I, I, I know I hear on, on radio, you know, are you done, are you done with all your shopping and all that fun stuff? So it seems like Morgan that, perhaps the first definition of the coming of the Lord sort of stuck out to you about the historical Jesus when, when, when he came to earth, right? Yes. And because of that, we have the Christmases that we have today. Yes. Right. Great. Thank you. How about you, Catherine, which, which of the three comings of our Lord strikes you the most and why? And maybe you can ask Grant what he thinks too. Um, I think that Grant and I would both agree with Hattie and Morgan, um, just, and the fact that Mary just completely just gave herself to this mission and she didn't even, I mean, maybe she questioned it a little bit, but not to the point where she was thinking she wasn't going to do it. Like she just gave everything to it. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that was pretty cool. Yeah, you're right. You know, he, she questioned, um, but it but it wasn't out of like um, like um, um, out of doubt or mm-hmm. out of um, disrespect. It, it was more of a question of me. You know, mm-hmm. of all people, you only choose me. I'm this poor shepherd. Well, not shepherd. I'm this poor girl from this poor village, and and you're asking me to to be the son of who? Of son of God? And so I'm sure if, to, to Mary, it was like, well, am I dreaming? Is, is this a vision? But then as time went on, I'm sure she realized, wow, this was an appearance from, from God and a vision. And, and, and the angel came to speak to me, you know? And so, yeah, it's, it, you know, I never thought of more about that other than, you know, the, the first coming was the coming when our Lord actually came to earth. But after hearing you speak about that, it, it, it is quite dramatic and, and and quite scary even but but yet god worked through all that and and here we are all here we are today without that moment in history we wouldn't be here 
So great. Well, th- thank you for sharing your um, your thoughts on that. Now, I know, you know, Avin, of course, we talk about this because we're in Catholic school and all that. But, you know, how does this Avin season, how does this Avin preparation, how does that really, why, why should it matter to high school students? I mean, other than because you're a Christian and you're in Catholic school, so we talk about it. But is there something more to it? Is is there a message of Advent that sort of goes beyond just these four walls? Like, like how why, why should Advent matter to to someone who is not in Catholic school or someone who's who's not even Christian? What do you think? I think that like preparing Advent is all about preparation, and I think the you can learn a lot even if you're not. Christian from just like the lessons of Advent and preparing and especially as high school students we have to prepare we're preparing for what's next in our lives ourselves like college or our future or anything like that and I think that's a big lesson not to rush so much and to like take the time to like live in the moment and prepare and that's what we can learn from Advent and Christmas. Great. So I, so what I'm hearing from you is that it's this preparation period, so to speak. It there's a deeper meaning to it than just okay. It's four weeks before Christmas. There's actually it's sort of like a whole lifestyle change, mentality shift. Like preparation for things in the future is is quite important, right? Like for high school, for, for high school, high school seniors, college apps. Scholarship applications, all that is gonna is is sort of coming up, or if or done already, right for for college and all that, and so perhaps we shouldn't just think of Advent as before Christmas, but what is the spirit of Advent? And as you said, Catherine, it's about the preparation part, right? Preparing for the future. Um, very good. Anyone else? Why why should Advent mean anything to to anyone outside these four walls of our school? I agree with what Catherine said, that Advent, like you said in the beginning, means coming and words like that. So when you think of Advent for people who aren't Catholics and or Christians, they always think of, oh, that's before Christmas, but they need to start thinking about just what the word advent means coming and what's bef- like, what are you preparing for? You're preparing for this huge event, Jesus being born. And for Christmas, you're preparing for that huge thing in life. And that's what people, that's what non-Christians and high school students need to think about that. You're not just, you're not just the word advent and four weeks before Christmas. So you got to think of what you're preparing for. What's that big event that you're preparing for. And perhaps for non-Christians, that big event could be like a big change in their own lives, right? Um, and even though they, they might not be Christian or Catholics, the reality is that they live in a world that sort of Christmas is sort of embedded, you know? And even if you're not Christian, you still celebrate Christmas to a certain extent. Like for my family, my family isn't Christian at all, but yet we celebrate Christmas every every December. Why? 
right? Because it's it's there, there's a deeper reason, of course, for Christians. It's you know Jesus is a reason for the season. You know that's a saying, right? But but Christmas has been so embedded into society that even if you're not Christian, you're somehow still influenced and impacted by that. And as you said, it's just preparing for for something for an event. And maybe I, I, I even dare say it's a preparation for a who and not a what. For Christians, it's preparing for our Lord to, to come again in, in, into our hearts. Maybe for Christians who have gone away from the church for a long time, maybe this could be a, the time to, to come back, to prepare our hearts to receive our Lord once again, perhaps. How about you, Morgan? What are your thoughts about um, why should this matter to, to students here who say, you know, well, I'm not Christian. I don't have, this, this shouldn't apply to me. What are your thoughts? I feel like for anyone, no matter like what religion they are or anything, I feel like just looking at like the event that occurred, like this miracle that happened, it's almost like Jesus was like a sign of hope. And like anyone could use that. Like anyone could look at Jesus. And even if they aren't like Catholic or Christian, they could look at that as a sign of hope. And like even something bad in their life, they could look at this as like like a new beginning because like Jesus is almost like a sign of like hope and new beginning and that's kind of why he came to earth one of the many reasons like to give us that hope that he would like save us from our sins. yeah great great um great message about hope because this ties right into our first episode about the hope of Advent you know and and you're right I think our world today needs a lot of hope I mean if you look I mean Back home in Philadelphia, it's it's full of violence, gun violence, homicides, murder. It, it's it's crazy, and 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 to just look at that and think, you know, is is there any hope? But as you said, Morgan, Jesus gives to us a hope, a hope of a new beginning, a hope of things that will get better, and and so Advent is also ties in with hope. You know, hope, um, preparing for something important in our lives, and these are all all good points. So speaking of that preparation, then, what are some ways do you think we can prepare during Advent? So I'll go first. Maybe for me, I think, you know, I think as as a Catholic Christian, oftentimes we don't give ourselves enough time in prayer. I know for me, you know, I I you know I I, I come to school every day, right? We we pray in class, we pray in the morning, and all of that. But I I find myself not really praying. Um, more like throughout the day, and and part of the time in seminary for me was that we needed to make it intentional to pray, and so I think one way that we can prepare during for during Advent is, is really just carving out some more time every day, whether it be a minute, two minutes, thirty seconds, even maybe on our drive to and from school, just having that time to just talk, talk with, talk with Jesus and talk with the word. That's one way I, I can think. What are your thoughts? Um, I think another main point that we could prepare for is like fasting. Um, so like during the Christmas season, you're receiving so many gifts from everyone else and everything that I think you should make a sacrifice for not only yourself, but other people and like give back to them because like, it's awesome to receive gifts and everything. But I think truly like it's, when you're giving other people gifts and everything, especially like the people that don't have anything. And so it goes along with like fasting. So I think just like making that sacrifice and everything and like showing how important like 
it's like basically offering up something for God, like in this like fasting, I guess. Yeah, great. Thanks, Morgan. That's that's a very good point because fasting isn't just during Lent. Fasting can be during Advent and any time during the the year, right? And and Morgan, since you mentioned that that fasting aspect, can you just give a quick plug for what we're doing for children this Advent here at Saints Peter and Paul about the toys? Yes. Um, so we are bringing in as many toys as we can to donate to charity um, for kids who do not get any gifts. And like we're so fortunate at this school, I'm sure we, we can spare enough to provide for kids that don't get what we do. Okay. Yeah, and so we're hopefully, hopefully, you know, we we can raise a lot of toys for the Toys for Tots this year. And so far, one box is, is already full. So so we're on our way. So if if you're listening to, to this and you didn't bring in a toy yet, bring in a toy and, and put a smile on a child's face this Christmas. Okay, someone else about how can we prepare during Advent? Um, I agree with what you said, Mr. Strong, on the praying. I feel like before lunch and all this stuff, we would just feel like, forced to pray because it's over the intercom and like you're like oh we do it every day all it's this just stuff routine we, it's just a routine and we need to like we need to take time out of our day to find prayer to to like pray on our own and pray for what we want but i also think that repentance is a big part of the advent season is repenting on what we have done like what our sins are we need to ask for forgiveness and we have to show remorse for our sins and everything like that. Yeah, great point. You know, and and this brings to mind um, last week was first Friday, and we had Father over here, and we had confessions nonstop for like an hour and a half. And it was so encouraging for me to see that young people like you guys were so um committed to to saying, you know, it's it's Advent, is a new beginning. I want to start over. And I don't get things right. And and so you're absolutely right about the repentance part. Because if if we have some things that are, that are not right in our hearts, we really can't receive you know Jesus or anyone into our hearts. So so that's a good point to to, to sort of cleanse our hearts and, and open our open up our hearts um in a way where others can can be a part of our lives. Very good. Thank you. Catherine, any, anything you, you want to add to um I think you guys hit all the big points uh like prayer and connecting to god just yourself away from like the routine um and definitely going to confession um but i think like aside from that just thinking about others and not so much you're like oh what do i want for christmas or stuff like that like the materialistic things and just think about like the relationships with the people you have around you and try and put them first and put everyone before yourself um i think that's a good way to prepare for that great thank you Catherine. so this sort of brings us to the end of our episode so as we end let's just go around in 10 seconds if you were to give a message to all sspp students about advent and the importance of Avent and, and its preparation in 10 seconds, what would your message be? Um, I would say that try for Advent, try not to think of just Christmas and like, oh, you're preparing to get gifts and everything. Think of Advent as a time to give and a time to repent and a time to pray to God who came down, who was born on Christmas to 
save us. Yeah, I think you would look at like the bigger picture and like um see that like God um like we're celebrating him and not like necessarily like getting presents and stuff. And this is a time to like be with your family. So you should spend that time wisely and look at what we are celebrating. I agree. And to try, try to not be sucked into the commercialism and materials and things like that. And like Morgan said, focus on the bigger picture and that this is a chance for a new beginning. Great. All very good messages. So hopefully all, of our students heed that call. So let's just end with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. God, our Father, we thank you for this time together. We ask you to bless us and continue to instill within our hearts a deep sense of, of, of hope and also help us to better prepare for you. And by preparing for you, prepare our hearts for others as well. We ask this through Christ our Lord, amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Until, until next time, take care and everyone say say goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Adios. Okay, bye-bye now. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed our conversation. Stay tuned for our next episode. Please know that any comments expressed on this podcast are ours and ours alone. Until next time, take care and God bless you.